Thanks for joining the Home Matters Podcast with Eric and Gina Boggs, where they lead authentic, raw discussions about marriage, family life, kids, intimacy, and sex from a biblical perspective. Now here's your host, Eric and Gina Boggs. Welcome to Home Matters. Hey, I just realized looking up there, we are really representing. Home Matters. HomeMatters.family. That's right. And this is uh, Home <coughs> Matters, me. Marriage Matters, that Getaway was, Show. Yeah, that was from one of the getaways. Yep. And that this one was, is too. Yep. Unless the Lord builds a house. Man, we've been standing on that verse for decades yep. now, right? Because that's the way to grow and build a better family. Right. That's right. Unless the Lord builds a house, a marriage, they a labor, family. they labor in vain. Extended family. If you do it God's mm-hmm. way, uh, He helps us. Thank so God much. He gives us instruction because, man, family life can be complicated. Something right? going on with my. Uh oh, you got a crick? No, my kind of my ear things are ear in ears. Oh, having trouble with those? I think it's just my head. I think I can. <laughs> you know that you did. You know that you can cut off. I can actually squeeze. My ear canal, where I can cut the sound off in this ear. I just did it. I just did it. I don't even know how to respond to that. Keep talking. I can do it. Watch. What does that mean? What are you saying? I can only hear through my left ear when I cut the sound off. I squeeze my ear closed. Okay, this is not a lesson today on how to close and open your eardrums. (laughs) Gosh. But we're glad you're with us today. We are glad you're with us. This is us podcast like number 36. Six. Six? 36, yeah. And 36. Uh, we were talking last time about parenting, talking yep. about kids. We'll start and, back. Um, yeah, let's let's get back into yep. that get because. Um, um, yep, hurry up. <laughs> let's go. Hurry up. Okay. We're talking about, we're talking about, we're talking say. about Ephesians chapter six, right? <laughs> yes. uh, raising kids, not provoking them. That's right. Uh, nurturing, admonition. Admonition, that's right. And, man, we just take off again today with that whole thought. And, uh, mm-hmm. again, when it comes to raising kids, it's challenging. That's uh, right. Uh, this passage in Hebrews chapter 12 kind of speaks uh, directly to uh-huh. one of the big deals about parenting. There's so much said about discipline. And right. uh, I think that is something that there's a lot of, experts out there and i know that there are a lot of people that are psychologically trained or educated in ways that i am not but i will say this i've been through the school of raising kids and looking back on it i think we could probably speak to that uh i wonder sometimes how many of these experts have actually done this stuff you know actually raise kids yeah i wonder if it's i don't uh, know but I do know this, there's um, a lot to be said about wisdom and knowledge that's gained through yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like when you go to college, you know, my, my degree in college was education. And mm-hmm. it's a lot different when you're sitting in an education classroom listening to professors. Man, when you dropped off in the middle of that elementary classroom, you know, then, yeah. then that's that's a lot different. So. A little different. I do when think you're there's value, value and experience. Um, yeah. I will say that. But this passage, love it. Hebrews twelve eleven, um, and it, as Eric said, coming out of talking about um, the nurture and the admonition, we said last time that you know that that 
can sometimes just lend itself maybe to a positive connotation yeah. um, when you think about admonition. But that's also shaping. Right. That's also uh, remaking. And uh, sometimes that comes with some discomfort involved. Yeah, okay, it, it which says we, admonition. There's the word that, that we focused on toward the end, I think, last time. But it, it's actually encouraging mm-hmm. through correction. That's right. So let's talk about correction a little bit. This okay. passage today, Hebrews twelve eleven. How do we how do we do that? Mm-hmm. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. The Bible said that. Yeah. Later on, however, listen to this: it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those that have been trained by it. Mm. I mean, what a promise that's connected to you. Read that first part, and you're like, "Oh, discipline, painful. Don't like that." Yeah. But the um, what is produced out of that is righteousness and peace. Yeah, and even in our relationship with God, as he our context yes. there, more of a context of his relationship with us and that's how right. he, will, he will bring correction he disciplines in Disciplines those he loves, that's what the yeah, Bible and, says. And that is true with the same principle applies to parenting mm-hmm. uh, from the aspect of the natural. And... Um, I think that that what we are we are really struggle with is the, the amount or the form of correction, discipline. Mm-hmm. Those are the things, and we'll just say this: there are a lot of different things that work for different kids. Every kid is different. That's the point. Every kid and, is different. You yeah. know, Eric and I had four, and they could not be. Yeah. disciplined or corrected in the same way. It just right. didn't, the same thing doesn't work with every child. And so, but it's saying there that discipline actually produces later. It, it's actually producing in the, over the long haul. Mm-hmm. It's not something that, you know, you just do once and it's fixed forever. Uh, it's producing over, over time. Mm-hmm. You know, the moment discipline correction is not comfortable. It's, it can cause pain. Um, but it, at the same time, it's producing righteousness. And when we were talking about that is, again, we're created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. We should reflect our Heavenly Father. We should reflect His nature, His yes. virtue, His character. Again, all of us should as followers. Most of you that are listening are probably followers of Jesus, and mm-hmm. we hope you are. Uh, encourage you to be, uh, to find Him as the, the lead of your life. But at the same time, uh, when it comes to, to how that's lived out in terms of of producing that in, in our children, day. yeah. And, and again, if we're we're to bear the image of God, we're to f- reflect His nature, right? Then it should be that as parents, we understand that that is the goal mm-hmm. in raising children. That's so true. Um, just and, and in the day to day, right? I mean, oh. Over and over again. I mean, I look at your life with Christ. You know, the word says he chastens the old language, um, yeah. the ones that he loves, his love for us. Uh, and Eric says it this way a lot. He loves us too much to leave us where we are or to right. not continually be shaping and molding us. And I've heard Eric tell our children so many times uh, as we were raising them, I love you too much. Yeah. yeah, to let you act this way, or to let you have that attitude, or, or to see this—you know, maybe it's a some kind of little character flaw you kind of pick up on there. But we yeah. love you too much, and that—that's 
what God does for us yeah. as he parents, as he leads us. And so that's what, you know, do, in turn. How, how we do that, though. And again, how mm-hmm. practically, how does that, how does that look? Uh, if we want to raise our children uh, in truth, and it is mm-hmm. a daily thing. It's not just a here so or there. It's, it's a continual thing. That's the labor of parenting, you know. There's this, it, you know, you don't get days off when you raise kids. It's just there. It's something that Isn't you're that always. <clears throat> I mean, you can go off. You can go off, leave kids with grandparents or babysitters. But babysitter. you still get a call, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, still, it's something you don't. You're still you parenting from afar. You can't yeah. in in time in your daily living. You can't say, "Well, I'm going to take the next week off, uh, not worry about my kids, not be concerned." I, listen, there are people that may do that. That may be part of the problem. Reason I, I hear some young mamas out there right now saying, "Yeah." Give me a day off from the kids. Yeah, just don't leave. It's kind of, <laughs> it's just something that don't leave you. It's there, uh, but again, that's what that's what God's showing us here over the long haul. You know, mm-hmm. we it's a process and it's a daily thing. Yeah, and and we want to raise our kids, teach our kids. We want we want them to be productive citizens. That's right. We always say it this way: we want we want to raise kids that other people enjoy being around. That's right. Uh, boy, that's big, isn't it? Uh, Love that. But you know, how does that look? And one of the things we, we talk about is we raise our kids, and one of the factors that has to always be in play is unconditional, mm-hmm. that unconditional kind of love. That's that, so true. Just just the love that, that never stops giving. Right. All right? No, no matter how they've acted. Yeah. It, and, again, that unconditional, that's a God-like love. It's a love of choice. It's mm-hmm. a love that's there it's the love regardless. we're loved with as, as, yeah. as God's kids, right, as his children. But um, – we love them unconditionally, right? Again, no matter the attitude, no matter what they've done, but it is a love in action. So my love in action will respond to whatever they've done or whatever action that they have taken. Am I making sense right there? You understand what I'm yeah, trying to say? I mean, it is it is love without it's it's a love that cares for you, and it is not again not always something that's comfortable. It's a love that says right. I care for you enough yeah. that I'm willing to I'm willing to deal with any Do of your issues. Stuff. I'm I'm willing to to right. go through anything. Uh, that's is, what I was trying to say. The action of it, because I think yeah. so many times in parenting, you know, we can misinterpret unconditional love as you know we just they're just going to be kids. Or they're just right. going to be a teenager, and you know we're just going to love them through it. I hear parents say yeah. that we're just going to love them through it, and sometimes what they mean in love them through it is just we just going to hold on until yeah. we get to the other side well, of it. Uh, again, I'm I'm just looking through some things, but again, our our tough love is I love you, and I'm committed to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even when maybe you've got some practices that I'm not going to approve of. Right, especially as kids get get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, w- what does that look like? I'm not going to sit by and let you just do anything. That's right. Or live anyway, or have a have an attitude. That's the biggie around our house. I always <laughs> said attitude and effort. You know, mm-hmm. was huge with us because again, you can always deal with the attitude. You can deal some do something about your attitude. Mm-hmm. You can do something about your effort in life. You can do something about that. And Absolutely. So, so it was something that even though they may not have put on display the best effort, I was not going to sit by. If I really love my kids, I'm not sitting by and let 
allowing them to settle for less than what I believe God has put in them or God intends for them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, their capabilities. Yeah. You know you know what they're capable of. Don't let them live beneath that. Um, the gifts, the talents, yeah. the things that they're good at, um, you push them in those things. That That's our love for them, pushing them in those things. Yeah. And, and even things down to um, just making sure, I love Gary Chapman and the five love languages, and we refer to that book a lot, you know, in the marriage relationship, but he does have one um, – about the love languages of your children and realizing, you know, how do I express unconditional love with them? Sure, it's through my guidance, my direction, my discipline, my correction, but it's also through um, our interaction with them. I mean, we don't have time to go there, but the the time of day that most parents spend with their kids, you know, whether it's in conversation or just getting into their world, is so minute nowadays just yeah. in real good conversation so but but yeah how do they receive love you know do, do they feel loved when i just go hug on them or um yeah you know, love again, on them touch them just just affection is shown to them exactly just that nurture and that's so important from mom and from dad sure it is um i know sometimes you know some people are just built more affectionate, more touchy-feely than other people i understand that but our kids need us you know to that builds I, confidence in them. You know, I think that I, I see this a lot with men. Men are afraid to be affectionate toward their sons now. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, they're afraid that they may, um, I don't know the right word, was politically correct word here, but <laughs> may make them too soft or feminine or whatever if they're too loving. But but mm. the reality is, is I think that the opposite they is true. Need that, yes. you know, when when our sons don't have that love and affection from their fathers, then it may produce a tendency in them to look otherwise. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to get too far into that, but I think that, you know, I'd say that that as fathers, our our daughters they need to have Absolutely. a love and affection just like with our daughters. You know, mm-hmm. that they know that they're loved by their father, and they're not right. trying to feel. That, that void, void yeah. of a, of a love from from a male or from their father, mm-hmm. in in the in the mates that they pick or the spouse mm-hmm. that they pick, uh, and it can it can be destructive in that sense. So mm-hmm. we just encourage you that that we are showing that unconditional love That's again, so unconditional love that says I refuse to sit by and allow you to do anything mm-hmm. because I love you. Not because you may be mad. That's good. Not That's because good. I'm yeah. frustrated. <laughs> I do this because of my love. It's it's kind of this way. I'm looking out for your best interest. That's it. Exactly. You know. Again, for the for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. For eternity. You know, it's that I am concerned about today, but I'm more concerned about your future in the gener in the next generation yeah. even. So it's not just that I'm working for today. Yeah, and you know we are we are like God. You know, I'm I'm as a parent, I was with my kids. I'm always looking out for your good. I, I remember I was I tell this story sometime. I, I never forget my son played uh, baseball, and you know I was not a great hitter when I was growing up, and uh, but I've always said I was a better coach at hitting because of something that I worked on all the time, or tried to have mm-hmm. I tried to learn more about so. My son's playing baseball, and uh, I'm always te- tweaking him a little bit here, <laughs> there. And he always, it got to a period in life, especially like young adolescent years, that he was really 
anything I said was wrong. You know, he didn't want to hear it. And uh, I just stopped him <laughs> one day. I was out one day, and he was the kind that always wanted to go ahead or, want, you know, he wanted, wanted me to go be on the field with him. He just didn't care for you to he say anything, He right? just wanted me to leave him alone and do his own thing. But I was saying something to him, and I finally just stopped him and said, let me ask you something. I said, do you think I'm telling you stuff to make you a worse, uh, a worse hitter or to make you not a good at-bat each time? And uh, he, you know, in his own little pouty way, no, <laughs> no, I don't think that. I said, well, why do you push against me so hard anytime I try to help you? And I think mm-hmm. that's true in parenting. Sometimes you kind of get that feel that they don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Adolescents, man, they know everything, right? They they can, they can cop Absolutely. an attitude really quick. Mm-hmm. But, again, as a parent, I'm always looking out for what's best. And that's right. something, man, i got to make sure. Pressing. And I think you mm-hmm. got to communicate that to your kids. Yes, I think somehow. they have to know. And I, like I said, we Eric said this over and over, I love you too much. And so when – when the direction, the correction, the discipline didn't feel good, that was reinforced with, okay, this is why, because right. we're working for your good here. And I I believe our, our children truly knew that, even mm-hmm. when it was uncomfortable, um, that they knew, okay, Daddy does still love me, you know, yeah. Mama does still love me. That that has to continually be reinforced. And again, as children are different and respond to discipline differently, um, so they receive love differently. So for some of them, I think that has to be reinforced even yeah. more. Yeah, as mom so. and dad, too. One of the things that's really important for you to know about this is is that your children, their confidence actually is built in uh, yep. the corrections and disciplines mm-hmm. that, that, that are given in love, that are nurturing and admonishing. Yeah. Those actually instill confidence because they, they begin to realize my mom and dad, they, they love me. Even though I don't have it all figured out, even though Absolutely. I'm not perfect everywhere. And what a beautiful example for them of the love of God. Yeah. Of the love that Christ has for them, that his love is the same way. Man, he's loved me when I needed a spanking. Yeah. He's loved me when I didn't act he right, loved when I didn't me have the right attitude. And a spanking. Absolutely. Can I say that? He loved me through a spanking. <laughs> Uh, and again, I know my dad, I've always said, you know, the Bible says the man that refuses to chasten or correct mm-hmm. his child, hates his child. Well, I'll say this. My dad loved me a whole lot because I can look back and through that discipline in my life, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's always there. To My dad was great at correcting and discipline and. You know, he definitely believed in not sparing the rod that he would, <laughs> he would, he believed in corporal punishment. Can I say that? <laughs> Uh, they he spanked us and we called it. We got a whooping. whooping. Yeah, yeah. And he you did survived. that in such a good way that my daddy he never <laughs> was the kind that would just kind of fly off the handle and mm-hmm. you know in the moment he would make us many times. I remember many times I had to go and wait. You go to your room and That's wait, pleasant, and I'll it? be in there. You're but, just waiting to know what the outcome is going to be. But through that, I think <laughs> it developed a confidence and a knowing that, you know, regardless, and he was always my dad. He was talking about me a little while ago. Who's always the kind and said, you know, you know who loves you? That's right. And the easy answer for that for me, and again, healthy always reinforcing relationship it. there is, you know, who loves you? I can hear my dad, you know, you know, daddy loves you. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I'm. I'd say yes, but it don't feel like it right now. <laughs> but uh, again, 
Uh, We're out of time again. This is something we probably could talk about forever uh, Mm -hmm. because, again, we think it's so important. Boy, we are missing healthy parenting in our day. I always said this way. God help us, yeah. We don't have children problems. They're acting just like they're supposed to. So true. Kids will be kids. We have more of a parenting problem, you know. And I got to get that straight. We've said that. We've said that for years. And and if you've if you've not gotten it all right, start today. That's right. It's a place to start. It's a new day. Mm -hmm. We got to go. We're out of time. Hey, we love you. We'll see you next time. Come back. God bless.